Hey, how you doing, Purpose Claremont? Just wanted to share something with you real quick um, as we jump into a reading plan. I think this was a few days ago, a couple days ago. Out of Exodus 34, starting verse 6, it says this, The Lord passed before him, that be Moses, proclaim, and proclaimed, uh, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious. Now stop there for just a second. I love the fact that the Lord passed by before Moses, and this is what God spoke to Moses. And then pretty much God spoke about himself. <laughs> Can you can you imagine me just walking in? Hey, let me tell you something. Let me talk about me. <laughs> and so, but here's the thing: with God, He should be talking about Himself. There's no one greater. There's no more. There's no one grander than God. And so, I think it's right that He does that. His whole purpose. I would say this whole purpose, but a major part of His purpose is that He receives glory. That's. But the thing is, when He receives glory, then we're blessed. We want Him to be glorified, and the blessing comes out of Him being glorified. And so. He starts talking about himself, and he should get us get our focus back on him, no matter what it is that we're facing, no matter what we've gone through or we, or what we will go through. It says the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. I'm sorry, steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. See, we get this a, a more complete picture of who God is in these couple verses. And here's why. Instead of picking and choosing the parts of God, I like this part about God. I don't like this part about God. So we get rid of the parts often. We get rid of the parts we don't like, and we keep the parts that we do. And really what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to approach God for who he is. He is loving and gracious and he's faithful and he's slow to anger. When you read those, you go, this is who he is. But also, he will punish sin. And he even says, when you get to this part, uh, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. What's that mean? Well, imagine. Imagine uh, someone, and it says fathers. Let's just say a dad teaches his kids to hate God. And that kid grows up hating God. And that kid then grows up and teaches their kid to hate God. Well, you got to realize that it's going to affect their family for generations. And God will still deal with their sin individually as they grow up hating him. And so God deals with it. Now watch, watch Moses' response. Moses quickly bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. Friends, may that be our response as God reveals more of who he is. And as he challenges us in the parts that maybe we're not comfortable with, with it, when it comes to him, guys, we want to get to the point where we're comfortable with whatever it is that God says about himself. God, reveal yourself to us. And then our response as God does that is what? Worship. We want to worship God. Worship God. That's all Moses did. And he said, I now have found favor in your sight, O Lord. Please let the Lord go in the midst of us. He got Moses wants God to be with them. For it is, and here's the reason, he's like, I need you to be here in the midst of this, for it's a stiff-necked people. Like, this is a difficult group of people. But then, the, but then he includes himself, watch, and pardon our iniquity and our sin and take us for your inheritance. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, your inheritance. And so he doesn't sit there and go, oh, it's all them and I can't stand them. Moses has a heart for the people of Israel. And so he includes himself in that, but it's this attitude of worship. He's praying to God. Now watch, and this is what we're closing down, verse 10. And he said, Behold, I am making a covenant. This is God. Before all, before all your people, I will do marvels, such as have not been created in all the earth or in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. And let that last phrase 
be what encourages you as you continue to walk with God, especially for those who are going through a difficult time, just a time of discipline where God's training you up. You got to remember, it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. That's what God is saying. You, you got to hang in there. Why? Because it's an awesome thing that God is going to do with you. Hang in there, friends. May we continue to say, God, reveal yourself to me. Show me who you are, every part of who you are, that I might worship you according to who you reveal yourself to be. And then trust that you are doing, getting ready to do an incredible work with me. Guys, may that be our prayer. May that be our response as God reveals himself to us. Friends, I love you more than you know. Hope you have a good rest of your day. We'll see you later.